Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. This is Pastor Lisa McIntosh, also known as Lady Z. Welcome, 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 welcome. I am so glad that you are here, part of the uh, podcast program today. And uh, I'm going to be coming from the book of Proverbs, chapter 19. And uh, we want to hear what the Lord is saying on today because we are really in a great time in spite of what you're hearing in the world of, of coronavirus and um, the debate is going on right now. A lot of things that are going on in the world, but God is so good and his mercy endures forever. Jesus Christ is Lord. He's the same yesterday. He's the same today and he's the same forevermore. And these are just like smoke screens that are coming up, you know, are trying to, the enemy is trying to put people in a place of fear. But the Bible tells us who are believers, fear not, for I am with you, even to the ends of the earth. So let's go for a word of prayer and let's go into our scripture for the day. Heavenly Father, we praise you and we adore you, God. We thank you and we worship you. We acknowledge you as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. I bless the Lord who forgiveth all my iniquities, who healeth all of my diseases. So, Father God, you are welcome in this podcast. You are welcome to move and do as you please on this day. We lift you up, God. We lift you up in the beauty of holiness, God. We thank you that the temple feel be filled, Father God. We bow down in your presence, Father God, and just say thank you for this day. Lord, empower us, Lord. Ignite us, Lord. Help us to be light, 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 light to those who are in darkness. And then we thank you for the added blessings of just being servants to you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And bless God. All right. So we are going to go to the book of Proverbs chapter 19. And we're just going to read and as God gives it to me we just uh, stop and go but there's one particular place but actually yeah I'm gonna go to a couple of them okay but we'll start off at 19 and 1 it says better is the poor who walks in his integrity than he who is perverse in his lips and is a fool also is not good for the soul to be without knowledge and he who hastens with his feet. And you know, I heard uh, a man of God saying this last night. And God had given me this word before I heard the man of God last night. So this is a double confirmation. He said, it is not good for the soul to be without knowledge. And the Bible in the book of Proverbs, it tells us that wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom in all thy getting. We're supposed to get knowledge. We're supposed to get wisdom. When we're seeking in the daytime or at night, whenever, whenever we're seeking God for something or for a decision in our life, we have to, as believers and those who maybe not know Christ and will get to know Christ, is we seek Him for the wisdom concerning everything in our life. That keeps us from being disturbed. That keeps us from being confused. That keeps the enemy off of our back in this sense. Is that when we know who we are, we have the wisdom of God, we can speak those things. 
We can call those things that be not as though they were. We can speak to the enemy and say, no, sir, not here, because I'm standing on the word of God. I'm standing on the word of God because I have the truth. I have information. I have wisdom and I have knowledge. We get that. And we we get that by being in the presence of God, being in a place with God in that secret place in the morning time. The Bible says, seek ye early while you might be found. Get in that place with God. Get strong in the Lord and the power of his might that you'll be prepared for that day. I had ministered to some people and I told them how important, how vital, how it's vital for the believer to get up early in the morning with God, to get into his presence before all these things that we need that are coming against us where we feel like we have to take action on it. We need the, we need the information, we need the truth and the guidance from our, the Holy Spirit on how to deal with them. Amen? So let's move on. It says, the, foolish, the foolishness of man perverts his ways, and his heart frets against the Lord. Wealth makes many friends, but the poor is separated from his neighbor. Wealth makes many friends, and we know that because I mean, people always want to be around wealthy people because they want to be around wealthy people to see how they gain more wealth. Amen. But not every person that you're around that is wealthy has gained it by the right means. Amen. But wealthy people make many friends, but the poor is separated from his neighbor. A false witness will not be unpunished, and he who speaks lies will not escape. Many will entreat the favor of a prince, and many, every man is a friend to him who gives gifts. Isn't that something? All the brothers of the poor hate him. How much more do his friends go far from him? He pursues them with words, yet they abandon him. Listen to this. He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. Remember that we're body, soul, and spirit, right? He, listen to this. He who gets wisdom loves his soul. Where do we get this wisdom from? We get this wisdom from the Holy One. We get it from the Anointed One. We get it from the Holy Spirit that dwells in us, that lives in us. It's in Him we live, breathe, move, and have all of our being. We've been brought with a price. So He loves us. He's in us. And all God wants us to do is to seek Him. To seek his wisdom about everything. Rather it's a job. Rather it's about a new home. Rather it's about a move. Rather it's about a new husband. A new wife. Something concerning your children. It's important that we follow him. Follow him only. Follow him only. Because he's a man that cannot. He's not a man who can't. Uh, who lies. He needs a son of man that he should repent. He's not a man he should lie. Okay. God. Every time, listen, that I have always sat before God and listened to God is always right. Regarding doctors, regarding second opinions, regarding it's always right. That's why you seek him. We're in a day and a time where there's so many things going around us. We got the TV on. We have social media. We have Snapchat. We have Facebook. We have Instagram. We have Twitter. And so oftentimes those things crowd us. They start coming in on us. 
And God doesn't want that. He doesn't mind us on there. But when it comes down to listening to him, there should be made quiet time. There should be made some space for God to speak with us because there's a hurting world out there. People who are sick, people who are dying, people who are oppressed, people who are depressed. And so it's important that we be positioned in the right place at the right time to share the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, even pray for them, lay hands on the sick, cast out devils in his name. But we have to be positioned for that and not be so jaded or clouded with a lot of things in our own personal life. God already knows about your life. He already knows the things that's happening in your life and will take care of it. But can we, in the meantime, be that force, that holy force, that godly force that goes out into, he said, truly the harvest is plentiful. So, and but the labors are few. Can we be the ones who go out to the harvest in power and strength and save souls? That's what it's all about. Amen. And then God will take care of all your needs according to his riches and glory. It's, it's a promise. That's a promise. And he cannot lie. It says, he who keeps understandings, understanding will find good. A false witness will not be unpunished. Yes, Lord. And he who speaks lies will perish. Delight in not seemingly, delight is not seemingly a fool, much less for a servant to have rule over princes. The discretion of a man defers his anger, and it is glory to pass over transgression. The king's wrath is as a roaring of a lion. Thank you, Jesus. And his favor is a dew upon the grass. A foolish son is calamity of his father. And and the contention of a wife is as a continued dripping of water. And that's really where um, you look at that. That's how the enemy tries to bring destruction against family. And the Bible says that in the last days that the father be against the son, mother against daughter. And those are things that are happening now. And it's really prevalent. It's not just happening. It's always been happening, but more prevalent in these times where people are playing the blame game. It's your fault. No, it's your fault. It's your fault. If I wasn't this, you, if you didn't do this, I wouldn't have this. So there's a lot of blaming and uh, uh, the enemy loves contention. Uh, he loves to have contention in the family. Oh, that's his thing. And then he says here, the contentions of a wife is as continual dripping water. The contention, contention means strife, that means anger, that means bitterness, contentions of a wife. And what the Lord is saying is like a continually dripping of water. It doesn't turn off. It just keeps dripping. You, If you ever think of dripping water, if you have a, if you, if you're, uh, uh, um, that's that part of your system or that part of your, uh, um, what do I want to say? The, uh, where the water comes out, the faucet. Thank you. If there's a problem with the faucet, you can turn and use a wrench and torque it, all of that. But if it needs to be replaced and has not more parts, then it'll continue to drip because there's something wrong with it. So that's what he's saying. The contention, the stripes of a wife is as continually dripping water. Amen. So God wants to cut that out. How does he cut that out? How does he restore the family? He restores this family through the word. There has to be someone 
in, in the family who said, you know what? I'm tired of this bickering. I'm tired of not having. I'm tired of us arguing and, uh, and all this dissension and all this calamity coming upon our house. The Bible said, where two or three are gathered in his name, I'll be in the midst of it. So he'll be in the midst of prayer. He'll be in the midst of that. And then when we pray, we see God move. But as long as there's contention, as long as there's strife, as long as there's anger, there's fathers and sons or bickering and bitterness, then God cannot move the way and restore the way that he wants to move and restore. Amen. Houses and riches are the inheritance of fathers and a prudent wife is from the Lord. Slothfulness cast into a deep sleep and an idle soul will suffer from hunger. And I thought about that because yes, Lord, there's a lot of people that really love God and they really want to move forward in the things of God. But there's things that come and hinder them from pressing forward. It can be depression. It can be oppression. It can be thoughts of failure and all of that. And it's, and it call, it says here, slothfulness cast into a deep sleep. And then there's some people who just don't want, um, there's some people who just don't want to get out and make do and make work. And the Bible says also that he that doesn't uh, he does who doesn't work doesn't eat. So you may have a husband. And I hear this in the spirit. You may have a husband, and he's got big hopes. He has dreams, and he wants those dreams. He wants to make it so much, and you know he has the gift to make it. And he just feels like I I, I don't want to work. I don't want to do this. This is not what I'm called to do. I don't. Want. Well, this is the thing as a wife intercede on his behalf or intercede on her behalf intercede you encourage them to pursue their dreams and their passion you don't beat them up but you ex- understand and you explain it through the scripture man who doesn't work don't eat so it's a short time that they may have to work they may have to get out there but encourage them in it but encourage them as they're looking for employment or encourage them to do something that they like. Amen. Even if they're waiting, if they're a painter, I don't care if they're working for a bank, you encourage them in something that is kind of has similarities of, to what they want to do. Amen. Something that they, if they're a creative person, encourage them to try to find a job with uh, where they can be creative with their hands or something. If they're like my son is a musician, he he's, he loves that. So I'm encouraging him to get in something like maybe work at a music store or something like that. That's where his passion is. Now he's still making move, move, um, uh, money and he's also still doing what he's passionate about as far as producing beats and m- music and such like that. So you encourage them in something that is in line with their creativity and what God had placed in them. Amen. It says, he who uh, keeps the commandment keeps his own soul, but he who is careless in his ways will die. Right? He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord, and he will repay what he has given. So, that's one of the biggest things where the enemy tries to come in, is to try to stop the people of God from giving. He will try to come in on your bills, try to wreck your finances, all of those things, because 
the Bible says better to give to, it's better to give than it no it's better to give than receive. <clears throat> we give and it shall be given unto us. Pressed down, shaken together, running over shall men given to our unto our bosom. So when we give, there's always a reward in giving because God always gives it back. He always does. When I, I there's never been a time that I have given when God tells me to give, not out of giving to get, but when I have the heart to give. When I give out, then and God always replaces his double fold. Always, never question. When I do it without in the spirit, when I do it in the spirit of love, amen. Something you have to just give in the spirit of love. You give not like. Okay, if I give this to you, you better give me back this. No, you do it in the spirit of love. You never, when God gives anybody anything, or when he gives us something, is he asking for something back. All God is asking for us is that we love him, that we obey him, and that we trust him. Amen? Amen? Praise God. So we know that when we lend to the poor, when we not lend to the poor, we give to the poor. God will repay what we have given. It says, chasing your son while there is hope. That means correct. Chasing means to correct them while there is hope. And listen, watch this. When we correct our children, we have to correct our children in the spirit of God. We can't browbeat them. We can't beat them. And we can't, you know, undermine them and... We can't do all those things that would crush their spirit because some of them, their spirits are already crushed already. So we have to be led by the spirit of the Lord. He says as many as led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So we have to remember, even in the place of anger, and we've all been there, we've all missed it. Amen. But in the spirit of sometimes when we're anger, we want to say things. But the Bible says death and life is in the power of the tongue and them that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So every time that we're speaking out of anger and we're speaking death on our children, we're speaking death on our life, speaking death to the people we're around, that bears some types of fruit. The Bible says we curse them with their mouth, our mouth and bless them the same way. So we have to make up our mind that we, before we get so angry or passionate about what we're going to say is that we listen to the spirit of God on what to say, that we'll do it in a spirit of meekness. And that we'll do it in the spirit of love. And that we won't hurt people with our mouth. There's too many wars have started because of somebody saying something. I look at Twitter. You got basketball players and going back and forth and forth and back with people who don't even know them. You know, because uh, they get so passionate about it because somebody said they were trash or you can't play good. And instead, but see, so that spirit that's in them. The spirit of rejection or the spirit of anger. So anger lashes back out. So we have to be careful about what we're saying and take the lowest state sometimes. What is the lowest state, Pastor Lisa? That means I don't always have to say something. I always I can pray. Unless God tells me to say something to someone about a situation, then I won't say it. He'll tell me to pray. Sometimes he'll just tell us to pray. Then he said, he'll give us what to say the self-same hour. So that way, when we pray, we, he positions us. He gives us what to say the self-same hour. 
And instead of it coming from your flesh in the place of anger or bitterness, now it's coming from the Spirit of God in the Spirit of love, and it's received better. Amen? Amen. I'm so glad to be on here today. Okay, so this is the last one. And it goes to, it's Proverbs 19 and 21. It says, there are many plans. I want you to get this. This is the truth. There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord will stand. Okay. If you are a believer on today and maybe you're not and you want to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, will we become a, a Christian, become born again? We renew our mind to the truth. Amen. And the truth of God, His Spirit is always on the inside of us. He has a plan for my life. He has a plan for your life. Satanism is a thief. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. God already knew that when he called you out. He called you out and he called us all to himself for a better life. not And for eternal life, but also for a better life. For give us instructions on how to live longer, how to eat better, how to maintain the bodies, how to maintain relationships, how to be delivered and set free from oppression, depression, suicide, bad thoughts, past things. He gives us. That's what he does. So he has a plan. So what he does, amen, is there's things in our lives that are testimonies to people on how God has brought us out. God has healed us. God has made us whole. So he said there are many plans in a man's heart. You may have your own plans, but if they don't line up with God, it says there are many plans in a man's heart. Your own way of thinking, your own way of doing. I want to do it this way. I want to do it this way. But if you belong to God, it says there are many plans in maybe in your heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord will stand. You may have plans, but nevertheless, the less is saying the counsel. That means the instructions of the Lord will stand. So, meaning that. There's times when you get up in the morning and say, I want to do this. I'm going to go do this. I got my 10 things to do on this list today. I got to get this done, this done. And that may not be all of what God wants you to do. He may want you to do some of that, but not all of that. Why? It's because he knows, listen, where there are lost souls. The whole thing is about lost souls and salvation with Jesus. Okay. Who out there is lost? Who doesn't even have a third of what you have? Amen. They don't have Christ. They don't have wisdom. They have, they're coming from broken homes. They're on the brink of suicide. And, and I see it all the time with my job. On the brink of suicide. They're so unhappy. Broken homes. Torn homes. Sick in their bodies. So when you have your 10 things to do list. That means you're saying. Okay, I got these 10 things to do, God. I'm going to put you on the shelf. And if I have time for what you want me to do, I'll pick that up on the 11th thing to do. That's not how it works with God. Because with God, he gives us unconditional love. So he wants us to tell people, God loves you unconditionally. He loves you. 
He loves you. It doesn't matter what you've done in your past. God loves you. He's a healer. He's a mind regulator. God does it. Nothing else out here can do it. No, no one else can give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. God loves us unconditionally. So what he wants us to do as believers, as believers, just as believers, to share that light with someone in this dark world. With the chaos going around and the coronavirus, people are fearful that this is a great opportunity uh, for us to tell them that Jesus Christ is Lord. He saves and he heals. Amen. So we want to be mindful of that today is that we have a lot of plans, but I gave my life to Jesus Christ. And I, when I did that, when you did that, we said, hey, do what it is that you want to do with this life because I'm grateful. I'm grateful, God. You may say everything may not be perfect right now, but it's getting there. And I'm grateful for that. And Lord, because you're doing it, I'm going to back off and let you have it. Amen. So remember that you have plans, but God has a greater plan. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, we praise you and thank you for this podcast on today. Father God, it was relevant. It was relevant and it was needed. I pray for everyone around the world that they will hear this message, that they will hear the good news. That, Father God, that we will surrender our plans for your plans, for the goodness of God. You're not a man that you should lie, neither son of man that you should repent. So I declare and I decree in the name of Jesus that their health is well, that their minds are well, that they hear the voice of God and a stranger they won't follow. I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every person listening to this podcast. Hey, hey God, thank you. That you will draw them closer to your heart because this is their appointed time. It was meant for them to be on right now. So, God, we give you glory. We give you praise. We give you honor. We forsake ourselves, deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow you. And if there be one on this podcast, Lord, that does not know you, Lord Jesus, according to Romans 10 and 9, you said, If you believe that God raised Jesus from the dead, you'll be saved. For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So, Father, I thank you now for all around the world, calling to me, Lord, from the north, east, and south, that they might be saved, God. And we just say thank you for salvation to come to those who are listening in their car, riding their bikes, in the gym, Lord Jesus, on their lunch break. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and blessed day. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So we praise God. Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast. Got some really good things coming up. We're going to be talking to a millennial couple. They're going to be talking about millennials and marriage. And there's been a lot of changes in things. A lot of things changes from the time I was born in the 60s. And things are always evolving. But everything is not always bad that's evolving. So we're going to talk to them and go back to the uh, archives and listen to some of the other messages. But I am grateful for you. Thank you for being patient with me. Like I said, there was a lot of things that were going on in my personal life. Not bad, but there's a lot that's um, got doors that are opening. So this is one of the doors that is open. I'm going to be consistent in uh, making sure that I get the word out to you. Have a blessed day. Don't let anybody take your joy. Don't let anything take your peace. 
In Jesus' name. This is Pastor Lisa Lady Z signing off. And remember, you are a victor and you're victorious. God bless you.